Wars is funny, yes, but sometimes Star Wars is funny when it's not supposed to be funny. And we're going to talk about that today. So welcome everybody to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks so much for joining us. It's our discussion show. On Monday, you get our takes on the news. We're not reporting the news. You get our takes on the news. Mm -hmm. You go to Star Wars Newsnet for all the news, obviously. (laughs) Uh, But this is our discussion show where we come up with different topics and have a good time and have a main discussion and we hear from you. Uh, So we like to change things up here on TRB. That's why you get two episodes every week. So make sure you're subscribed on your favorite apps or YouTube. But how are you? It's good to see all of you out there. Lacey and James, it's good to see you. Um, So comedy and Star Wars, we'll get into this later, but... To me, it's sometimes um, people forget that how funny Star Wars is, right? So, like, for you, is is the humor in Star Wars just as important as all the other stuff? Yeah, because it makes the serious emotional moments more important when there's funny moments to kind of level them out. And that's why we have C-3PO and R2-D2, really. It's like they're the ones that add to those funny moments. Uh, And for the people at home, I had a cookie before this you're wondering just keeping the tradition going of mm-hmm. letting you know what i had i thought you you got you got like annoyed at me for bringing it up and now you're well now it's it gotten up. to the point that you brought it up so many times that i feel like i have to keep it going so cookie i had a cookie all right see you next week uh <laughs> james uh you, you 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 like humor right humor in star wars is that is that uh an important thing for you in your star wars or uh, are you more of the lore guy uh what do you think you know, it's weird. Yeah, I, I like humor in Star Wars, but I do think I do think that the sequel trilogy missed the type of humor. I mm. I enjoyed the sequel trilogy humor when in the theater and I'm, you know, like, you know, pull Poe pulls out his gun or his flashlight, you know, and stuff. And I, I'm oh, laughing. That's so funny. I'm laughing at that. I think that's funny. But I think it is definitely a humor for today's uh audience kind of thing and right, it doesn't right. so match match up with the type of humor that was in the original trilogy interesting um but that being said uh i think that regardless of which one you go with it, it's it's probably there but that's not even what we're talking about we're talking about unintentional humor right today, yeah so. that's where it's going to get interesting because some people may get a little peeved at some of our picks but it's all in the eye of the beholder. You know, there's probably some parts that I think are serious that other people think are funny, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to give our list and hopefully we get yours. But that's going to be a Kessel run that we do later in the show. But first, James, why don't you kick off our warm up the tires segment of the show? I fear nothing for all this as the force wills it. All right, we are getting ready to do Will of the Force, but before we get started with that, we are looking to expand and do more podcasts, videos, and streams for all of the Star Wars content that's coming in 2022, but we can't do it without your help. TRB is, in fact, just the three of us, so it's it's difficult to get stuff done. We can't build on what we've done without your support on Patreon. So if you haven't yet, please check out the page at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast and take a look at the tiers, which start at just $2.00. That's not crazy. That's nothing crazy. Two bucks. Uh, we have a lot of exclusive content there, an awesome benefit for our patrons to show our appreciation. So your support secures uh, the future of the podcast and everything we're planning to do in 2022 and beyond that. We're just going to keep going as long as you guys are here to support us. So thank you for all of that support from the three of us. It means a lot. Thank Let's you. get into Will of the Force. Um, so this week we are uh, back with our Cheer It show. <laughs> and this week we're doing an all-patron. 
Patreon submission uh, version because that's one of the benefits you get. You submit, you can submit topics to this uh, segment. So here we go with Commander Sooner Thrawn wanting to know: hey. Will we finally see a canon Bothan in Andor? <laughs> Lacey, what are your thoughts on the Bothans and how many died to bring information to the uh, Alliance to Restore the Republic? I think this is a great question because actually it would be a really easy way to give a kind of a fan moment, fan servicey type moment to those diehard fans that they'll be able to be like, oh my God, look, mm. without it being over the top crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say yes, I think we will. I think it's an easy way to kind of have that little shout out to fans. All right. And then, John, what are your thoughts on Bothans in Andor? I mean, so like the Andor thing is predating the first Death Star. The Bothans helped out with the second Death Star. That doesn't necessarily mean you can't get Bothans in Andor. I'm not why I'm not sure why he picked Andor specifically. (laughs) I had this weird thing that Lucasfilm likes to have inside jokes and games and stuff, you know, based on like conversations we've had with some of them and them, you know, publicly talking about it. I think it'd be really funny if they that one of their things is we're never gonna show what a Bothan is ever. Oh my and gosh! It's just, it's just gonna imagine? live <laughs> in that moment in Return of the Jedi because everyone keeps asking about it and people like confuse the Death Star and the other Death Star and oh, what is the Bothan deal with it? If they're just like we're just never gonna show it and that's gonna be like this running bit. Like George Lucas was serious about not telling about Yoda's backstory. Uh, this is more of like a goof, but I think it'd be funny if they just never addressed it. So for this specific situation, I'm going to say no. John, I'm going <laughs> to go with you. I, I I mean, I don't know if that's if if it falls back on that same confusion of the first Death Star, second Death Star thing. Typically, when people said, oh, you know, we, we didn't get Bothans in Rogue One, it was because of the confusion between uh Many yeah, Bothans yeah. died to bring us this information on the Death Star, but it's the second Death Star, so it wouldn't line up. Um, so I think that's probably where this is coming from. The reason that, that Andor was picked is because we didn't get it in Rogue Band, but we, would we get it in Andor? It's probably where the question's coming from. But we're here to enlighten a little bit on that. But uh, it could be one of those things like may- maybe, maybe Lacey's right. That's, yeah. Maybe this is the thing where they're like, we're gonna we're not we're gonna double down on messing with people and we're finally gonna give them bothams in the wrong death star related movie you know <laughs> right. what if there's a bothan bartender yeah like it doesn't have to be a spy it could, right, right i mean That's they showed us bothans in legend stuff if i'm not mistaken um and but the thing is is like they could show us something and it could be a a, a joke where he's like uh, you know, if my people ever found out about this thing, it would be a problem or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, who knows? I don't know. But uh, but yeah, we're I, I think that's where we're at. Lacey says yes. Me and John are leaning towards now. Uh, Patreon submission. Commander Danny is our next uh, will the force question. And Commander Danny asked us if episode 10 is made, will it feature newly created our previously unreleased John Williams music. So Danny's not suggesting that he'll be doing the full score or anything like that, but is there a chance that John Williams might create new or they'll use unreleased stuff that maybe wasn't developed properly or something along those lines? Lacey, I'm starting with you. John Williams in episode 10 and beyond. Is this uh, Chibi Gone, Danny? No, this is uh, Semper Fi Danny. Interesting, because the other Danny just saw John Williams in the Hollywood Bowl. 
Right. And so I was you've seen him multiple super times now, right? Jealous. Mm-hmm. Yes. Danny That's is living. That's a bucket list right there. Yeah. Danny is living her life. Uh, that would have been it. a good que- answer to our QA. Oh. What's a it concert you'd like to go see? John Williams. John Williams. Didn't, he, didn't yours get canceled? Wow, he's you were gonna go, right? No, I was supposed to no, I was supposed to see The Empire Strikes Back played with Me, like the Harvard yeah, But not with John. Uh, yeah. but, but didn't it get canceled? Did it get canceled? It did. Uh, yeah. Um anyway, Semper Fi Danny, great question. Uh if episode is me. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say yes because after talking with John Powell and how they like to to include John Williams and how the whole process went, I could see that being a way to still include John without having to to do the whole entire score um, while also playing, I don't know, nice, you know, being Mm -hmm. nice to the guy that made Star Wars what it is. And honestly, I loved the track he made for Solo. So I'm going to say yes. Yes. All right, John, what do you think? It's tricky because... You know, who knows when an episode 10 is going to happen. John right. Williams is going to be 90 in right. fe- February. Um, I know he's healthy. He's still doing his thing. Um, he retired from full time making the Star Wars music. He's but scoring indie. It wouldn't right? shock me if... Huh? He's scoring indie. Is that right? I think he, he is doing indie. Yeah. But I think it would not surprise me if he did something for them now with like ray in mind that is different than her main you know, her ray's main theme um because he loved uh writing that character's music so much that he wanted to like gift them as as almost like a let's pass the torch where, where it's a new saga but we want to kind of still hold john's hand as we're moving on and not just be like boom boom we're still going to use his old music but it, him like a little bit of new john williams to usher in mm-hmm. a new trilogy i agree with Lacey would be a wonderful thing but I think he would have to do that sooner than later. And I hate to be morbid about it, but, you know, he's going to be 90. You know, if they make this trilogy in 10 years, he'll be 100. So uh, it's just like, you know, one of those things that you think about. And I'm sure he would love to be, you know, maybe contribute in that way. Um, like Lacey brought up about the solo thing it was very important to him. So I think it'd be nice if he maybe made something for them that they can use when the time comes. That'd be really cool. Um, that is a good point about his connection with Daisy Ridley and, and the Ray theme and stuff. I'm going to say no on this though. And I think, um, James, that although he did the solo <laughs> song, I think that's because they're what they weren't going to use like the star Wars theme, the main theme. So they wanted something that was John Williams. That could be your through line throughout that movie, uh, as like the main main thing here and i think that if you're doing episode 10 and 11 and 12 regardless of who is actually going to score the movie they're still going to use the main theme and Mm -hmm. the force theme and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and all of those things will bring you back to john whether it's him scoring it or writing it i mean the trailers do a really good job at using those and they're not john williams so i think whatever composer is going to use the music that was already handed over and that's going to be our connection with john williams he will live on in all star wars but him actually composing a specific song or using something that was unused from before i don't think so i think he has put it put it down on on the star wars movies that that was it one through nine um so our next question uh patreon submission uh is from major carol cantwell uh major so that's the level at which aka john favreau 
Yeah. So you can start uh, <laughs> yeah. submitting questions hey, at the major level. Um, they wanted to know who will win in a potential fight between Kira and Fennec Shand if Kira is in fact the name in, in a name. Oh, sorry. If Kira is in fact a name in Boba Fett's book. So if Kira is a character <laughs> that's getting killed off or is going to try to be killed off by Boba, he- Boba Fett and his crew, uh, who would win Kira or Fennec Shand? Um, John, I'm starting with you on this one. What do you thought? What do you think? It's tough because now we got jacked Kira. <laughs> you know, we had jacked fish. I and think we that's have jacked Kira. why this question is here. Yeah, I think Kira would win. Uh, I'm not sold on Fennec Shand. She got almost killed by that idiot uh, from Toro. chapter five. Toro Calican. Mm-hmm. Like he pretty much killed her and he's a, a total schmo. She did so, outwit. Cat Bane, Cat Bane, early in her career, though. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm just saying. But now, but now, maybe you know, she's a little weaker. She's got some artificial parts now that kept that kept her alive. I'm gonna, and I know she's a good sniper, but in a fight, you're not sniping. So is she good? On, uh, is she still good with combat? Kira, we know is. Look at what she she took out a lot of people. So, uh, and she's stronger now doesn't even wear sleeves anymore <laughs> i i'm gonna go with kira i think kira wins that fight no question yeah she cut she off terrace cut her bangs she doesn't terrace, even wear sleeves <laughs> no sleeves terrace sleeveless kasi yeah uh lacy you kind of speaking of clothing you kind of look like you're in the crimson rain right now with your I do. red I have my Kylo shirt on. Yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts R. on R.I.P. This design? <laughs> that design R.I.P. Yeah. That shirt. Yeah. Um, who do you think would win in the fight between Finnick Shand uh, and a taco? No, I'm just kidding. Kira. <laughs> I would like a taco right now. Uh, so John made a really good point, which was my first thought, which is Finnick Shand is a sniper. So it depends. Is this fight like? long range close range because i assume it was close range if it was long range i would say fennec shand because she's a sniper Mm -hmm. like everyone Mm -hmm. knows that person in video games whether it be halo or call of duty where they hang out on the far edge of the map and they camp there and they pick you off one by one that's why i don't play video games it's very frustrating very frustrating campers are the worst uh but if we're talking hand-to-hand combat then kira i i would say kira would beat her any point because the Kira we see in Solo is killing people left and right. She kills Dryden Voss. So yeah, now she's fighting Vader. Like John said, she's got no sleeves. She means business. So I'm gonna say Kira. Kira, no sleeves, no sleeves till Brooklyn. Um, I I love that. That's the defining factor. It's like, well, she's gone to the point of no returns. No she's sleeves. Jacked Kira now, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I I I'm I totally missed the delivery on my other joke. I I kind of did it half heartedly, but it was the fight between <laughs> a grilled cheese sandwich and a taco from Hot Rod. It didn't really work, and I oh. yeah, and I was like set up set up Fennec Shand and a taco, like how he says it. But it oh, I, I thought you were saying that because I'm probably gonna get tacos after this. Oh and yeah, that's you got, you got tacos after mo- after Monday show too. I just really <laughs> love tacos. I like taco too. Uh, I like taco too. Crunch wraps are no joke. Those are my favorite. 
Yeah. All right. Um, I think that uh, Kira would win for all the reasons you guys are saying. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I, We're a Kira, oh. Kira team. Yeah, team I, Kira. Yeah, I think they're really building her up to be like a tougher fighter. And you also got to think like Fennec Shan is a ruthless bounty hunter. We know that. Um, but... Uh, she was not trained by Darth Maul, <laughs> and I think and that's I, true. I don't think Fennec Shand has ever gone toe to toe with Darth Vader, even if it, you know, even if it is the fight that we saw in the comics, and it's not really meant to be like a life or death. Kira wasn't really fighting; she was more standing her ground to make a point about the situation. But she bravely went up against him. So, I mean, I think Kira win. I think Kira wins the fight against Fennec. I love Shand. that we agreed on that. Okay. Yeah. Hashtag makes a little too. Um, yeah. Yep, we agree on that too. All right, one other one other one here uh, before we move on to our Kessel run. Uh, we have Commander Jared Hurst that asked this question. We had to answer it on the show. It's, will there ever be a High Republic series or movie in live action or animated? Let's go with animated as well. James, um, you answer first. I answer first. Um, all right, well, I think, well, number one, we're kind of getting it, right? The Acolyte, is taking place in the high Republic. Now it is at the end of the high Republic or it's like, they're kind of saying it's potentially the end of the high Republic. We're not really sure, but we know that it takes place right around that era. So if they're, you you could almost point to saying we're already getting one. Um, That being said, if not that, if you want to say, well, I wasn't counting that. I think he's talking maybe off the books. What? off the books i said i think i figured maybe i read this like he's talking like taking the books and translating them into will we ever get will there ever be a high republic series or movie in live action or animated i don't think yes i think he's just saying any any live action or animated series that takes place within the high republic yeah ah okay so sorry i mean um so i think there absolutely will be i think that as soon as they feel they're accomplished with the books and the and the publications and stuff i think that they still have the opportunity to do something with this and the fact that the accolade is kind of roughly bumping against that proves that they're not against the idea of tying in with some of that because if there is any history um like they're going to be talking in real time you know that what what's going on right now but if they do mention anything that has happened the, what they're going to be referring to is the last, you know, however long of the High Republic. That's the history of the Acolyte, Acolyte as of now. So I think they will. They're already kind of toying with it. And animated is another easy way to um, do that as well. So uh, then, Lacey, what, what do you think? Uh, I think that they will. I think they've, you know, really developed the High Republic. There's so many stories there. Fans really seem to dig it. I think it's an easy thing to do whether it's live action or even animated to do something in that time period so i would say yes mm-hmm. and john uh animated for sure i think that's going to be their next big thing with animated is doing high republic animated stuff to bring these characters more to life um i think high republic live action would be a massive undertaking and i feel like with the amount of content they're already doing with books they're covering a lot of that that way and i think a a nice like four season series run could be something supplemental that can bring other fans in like myself who have i have not been reading the harry Potter books it's just impossible to keep up with that mm-hmm. stuff so mm-hmm. right um i think animated would be a good way to go because i think they're not sure what to do well i mean they're probably planning animated stuff right now but that'd be a good uh era to explore if you want to get away from like skywalker related stuff yeah yeah all right 
Um, so that is it. That's all of our answers for Will of the Force this week. Thank you for submitting them. Patrons, thanks for being a patron. Um, Good questions, yeah. Yeah, and setting those in so that we can answer them on the show. We're glad we, you got to be a part of the show. Um, and that is it for that segment. But, John, we are getting ready to head into a Kessel Run. We haven't done that in a while. What are we What are we going to be talking about this week? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? It's the ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. All right, James, Lacey, the top 12 unintentionally funny moments in Star Wars. Okay, so... Uh, if you're new to the podcast, this is the Kessel Run, uh, where, well, first of all, welcome to the Resistance base. Good to, <laughs> good to have you. It's it's available everywhere. That's the beauty of the base. We didn't have to rent one space where we're everywhere. Um, but we put together a list of 12 items on a specific Star Wars topic, and uh, this time we're doing the top 12 unintentionally funny moments in Star Wars. Now, Star Wars is loaded with humor uh, from the original trilogy through animated sequel trilogy and beyond and uh a lot of it's intended but sometimes there are moments that are supposed to be more serious that we end up laughing at or you hear a chuckle in the theater or something you're like that's not supposed to be funny but it is and we're going to give our list of the of our 12 we each brought four to the table our 12 uh unintentionally funny moments in star wars so um James, you're going to go last this time because I feel like you haven't gone last in a while. Ooh. So, so Lacey, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Also, okay. I would like to note uh, for the people at home that James has kept his trend the same. You know, yeah. three, four years later, he still does not put his choices into the document that we I use. wish right. we all wouldn't put our choices. I wish we had more choices and they were all surprises. <laughs> I just love it. It's always the same I, thing. See, I'm like, because I'm like a, because I do the show notes and stuff, I get neurotic about if that happened, we would all have the same picks and then it would just. Especially John and I have a lot of overlap. You just need more picks. You just need to pick more things before we get started. Or, I love how he's so smug right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah. would be well, fun. You know why? You know why it is? I think James with the Kessel Run, he thinks his picks are so good and he can't wait to surprise us with his great picks <laughs> oh, and stuff. Oh, don't be mean. Thanks a lot, John. He's just excited. No, I think I he likes the element of surprise. James, I think that's I, a big thing for him. I, 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 I love I, you, look, buddy. I'm look, just if you're doing this, okay? I'm going to bring it up. I would like to do this segment as a draft. I, I've said it behind the scenes. I've never said it on the show. I would prefer the segment was a draft, and we and we were picking them, and whoever gets first pick in the draft, Our last would pick the best answers, and we're like, ah, you stole mine, and it's all a surprise because we don't know what anybody's picking. Our last draft was right before Lacey joined the podcast, it was. so I think we should bring back drafts. That was March 2018. I think we did that. Yeah, that it was draft. right before I joined. Yeah. The first episode I ever I did, mean, I think, was with Black Series Rebels. And the second episode I did was our pitches for episode nine. Yeah. If anybody wow. wants to go check out yeah. that draft, it was very ambitious on our part. We did a lot. <laughs> it was very cool. Go check it out. Um, I don't think they all have to be that involved, obviously, where we're like doing polls and stuff and everybody's voting yeah. and there's a winner and all this. But I just think yeah. in general, like it would be nice if we had our drafts and then we were like, there it is. That's our, our 12th top, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, well, let, let's get into let's this. Get yeah, into we it. can do drafts in the future. I mean, we can do whatever we want. No one's telling us. What I just do. love how James John, likes to be to secretive. And then he's like, okay, so my first pick is. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. anyway, okay. Um, so my first pick for the yeah. uh, unintentionally funny moment in Star Wars is anything Sio Bibble. 
in the prequels. This guy, right. I I feel for him. You know, he's got a lot of anxiety. He's trying to do what's right for the for the planet and for the <laughs> government. And he's like, guys, we need to take this seriously. But everything he says to me is just funny. And I don't know why, because the actor's very good. He's a serious actor. He's wonderful. But it's just mm-hmm. like that whole, like, you know what that means? Invasion. <laughs> You're like... Come on, Silent shut up. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's just every time he talks, I just laugh. You, you must have, you... contact me. <laughs> yeah, is that is that your favorite line that makes you laugh? Uh, the invasion one. Like, the very, very first one that yeah. he says. He's, you know, you know what that means. And you're like, feels what like does a, it mean? It feels what like a jump to conclusions. Like, you know what that means? I mean, birds aren't real and they're government surveillance <laughs> drones. It's like, <laughs> so funny. Why, why is that the jump to? <laughs> he's the ultimate... Uh, assumer in Star Wars because he assumed Anakin was a master Jedi, which led to that that, uh, that argument between him and Padme. Oh, that's another unintentionally funny scene that's not on my list, but I'd yeah. love to add it on. There. All right, so yeah, that's cool. Anything Co Bibble that works. Um, Is it Co or Sio? Am I saying it wrong? I, I say Co. A lot of people say Sio. A Co sounds better to me, so I say that. I think oh. it sounds like a more Star Wars name, but Sio Bibble sounds funnier. Yeah, I think maybe that's si- why I say Sio. is what's uh, probably supposed to be, but as many people point out, you know, even the characters themselves and even George Lucas himself doesn't pronounce the characters uh, one way. That's fine. I, yeah. I I was just curious if I was saying it wrong. Like we've seen, like inter- there's been interviews of George Lucas saying Princess Leah. Yeah, true. They, or like Chewbacca. <laughs> or even <laughs> gen- like in the movies, General, General Dodonna says Princess Leah in A New Hope. Yeah. And, you know, Leia herself has said Han and Han, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Star Wars. Everyone just chill out. But um, anyway, yeah, it's just it's it's just such a scene that like everyone's kind of like you know like even yeah. Padme, she's like my planet's about to get ruined, and he's just like invasion, and it's like I can't anything he says is just too funny. Well, the funniest thing it could only mean one thing. It's like yeah. really, it's only one thing. <laughs> Well, you that's what James a, was saying. He's like, it's like him saying yeah. birds aren't real. Yeah. You it's didn't like, pay your I cable mean, bill, maybe, and that's why you didn't get the signal. I've, d- like, I've done like a, a, a like a try to understand his perspective, and I've defended why that might. You know, <laughs> I come up with my own reasoning as why I think there might be only one explanation, but just on the surface, it's like okay, dude. There's I'm a lot of <laughs> I remember, Lacey, you might you might have been there. I remember our, our buddies, Black Series Rebels, back when they were cool and like Star Wars. Just kidding. Guys. <laughs> um, they they had a, an audio drop of him saying like unthinkable on their on their live show or something. They did a whole bit with him. Yeah. In their yeah. live shows. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah it's I mean it is funny. I agree. Um unintentionally all right so yeah again we're moving on pick number two unintentional funny moments in star wars uh which one am i going to go with first here um a return of the jedi and this i i didn't laugh at but when i saw the special edition in theaters a lot of people were laughing at this exchange and it's when vader uh when palpatine asks how he knows luke is on endor Vader goes, I have felt him, my master. And Palpatine responds with, strange that I have not. <laughs> Just, if you listen to it in a certain context, it sounds creepy when they do that. So it's Vader saying, I have felt him my master and Palpatine just in his chair just goes strange that I have not <laughs> people it's in the such theater a weird, are giggling it's, we, it's a weirdly worded statement it is it is and it's Lawrence Katz and, and he it, probably you know he didn't think anything of it when he wrote it but when yeah. you think of it in a certain context you're like 
oh okay we're not like if you don't think of it as the force you know right and there were definitely giggles in the theater if you've ever seen return of the jedi in the theater with teenagers uh young preteens like i was you're gonna hear laughter at during those parts <laughs> it's, it's it's unavoidable that's not really a co bibble line but you could see him saying that it's invasion right. yeah so uh yeah that's my second pick james all right. Um, I just realized two of my or picks. Or my first pick, our second pick. Yeah, our second pick. Yeah. I just realized that two of mine are kind of similar. So I'll start with one and then I'll split it up uh, for my second choice. But my first one, I'm going to start with uh, uh, Anakin saying, I hate sand. <laughs> that was on I my don't list like sand. too. Right, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. That you know. was on my but, list But too. his whole thing, like... I think that uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. I think peop- it was meant to be this this... Uh, moment where he's explaining, you know, he prefer he he was that was the bad thing, and he doesn't want to associate it with it, you know, and he wants to associate with Padme and how beautiful she is, but the mo- the the moment is awkward, which I think it's also supposed to be, and I think it gets so awkward that it causes giggles and it causes like tension, oh gosh, causes you yes. want to laugh. And then yeah, I think the other thing mean. is like he's intentionally supposed to be awkward in that moment, but you go to those lines as a reference of like this is dumb, that was stupid, what bad dialogue, um, because any normal person probably wouldn't say that. I don't know. Yeah. So it's just like every time the it line is delivered, everywhere. it's been <laughs> so memed that you can't watch that scene without like giggling or laughing at everything you've seen around him not liking sand and of course it's rough and it gets everywhere you know it's like just the delivery (laughs) or something is funny within itself so um i I had to go with that one because i don't think that was ever the intent was to be funny i bet that's the most quoted thing hayden christensen hears and he played a very iconic character and that's probably what he gets quoted the most about. are you kidding the first time he was at celebration in recent years someone brought him a jar of sand to sign yeah that's insanity <laughs> i mean it's funny but someone yeah. paid like 200 bucks for him to sign a jar of sand yeah. he's probably like really do we want to uh have james now give his next pick and kind of route back this way because james said his two were close to each other or do you want to just oh, keep you going? want to snake this so you do want to like do it in draft format <laughs> oh i don't care i was just saying because james said it was like a two-parter no no uh, i didn't no i i they oh. were they were similar so i'll do my second one will be different and then my third one will be kind of similar got it okay, okay. i'll go then but yeah you're good um so my next one is actually it's kind of funny that james's was just like this awkward anakin moment i think we all have some type of awkward anakin moment on our list <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of That maybe happened. is why it's similar, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so my next one is one that I think wasn't supposed to be funny whatsoever, but I can't get through this scene without laughing. It's just one of those things that I'm like, who thought this was good? And then I'm like, oh, wait, George did. And I'm like, George, what were you thinking when you wrote this? Um, and it is the... Attack of the Clones pair seduction scene oh. uh, where they're at dinner and they're like, first of all, they're only eating pears, which to me is just like nothing else. You're just just pears. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, Why don't and you sit down and have a pear with me? 
Yeah, like, it's very, and the way they're eating it, they're, like, cutting it up. It's just very yeah, awkward. And the, yeah, they didn't even have a pair of pears. They split a pair. It's, oh, yeah, wow. so then she cuts it, and he uses the fork, or he uses oh, the fork, yeah. or whatever, and she cuts it, and then feeds it, sticks it on her fork. It's just so silly Her fake me. bite. Yeah, it's just so silly to me, because I'm like, this adds nothing to the story for me. Like, if this scene wasn't in the movie, it wouldn't make or break it for me. Like, yeah. it would just be like, okay, they hung out. Like <laughs> he kind of has a look just, on his face, like he kind of wants to murder her. It's like cutting the pear in the in the thing, and he's going like this. <laughs> it's, it's like just one of those things that, like, if it was like me and like I, <laughs> I was Padme, I'd just be like, "Why are you taking my food?" Like, I'd get annoyed. I wouldn't be impressed. I'd be like, "Can you not do this?" So I just yeah. always laugh. It's just awkward. So that's my second unintentionally funny scene. It's- and it's really funny because you know when they filmed that, Natalie Portman had to bite air. And then they CGI'd the pear into it. And it looks like a fake, like no one bites like that. She leans forward like, Ugh. No, like she, no, she, it, it comes at her and she stabs it with a fork and then Yeah, she the stabs fork. it with yeah, a but fork. but she leans forward. She leans forward though still. Oh, yeah. And then it's as he's cutting it, he's like, if Master Obi-Wan saw this, he'd be very grumpy. It's like, grumpy? Dude? Yeah, that, I mean... There's a bunch of those scenes we could pick out. I think um, I don't think either of us picked uh, the fireplace scene too. But jeez, imagine the fireplace imagine scene makes me cringe. Imagine going yeah. on a date with a magician, and then you're like, <laughs> oh, like the knife cuts the steak, and the steak like I finally get up. my steak to the table, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. makes like, it disappear. I'm like, D- I just want my steak. I don't think anybody yeah. is like. Wow, like you're a really good magician. Wow. <laughs> How are you yeah, doing? Right. Sticking I'm the so pear impressed. down his sleeve. He's like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That uh, sounds like a disaster date, which it is. <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Nothing bad yeah. came from that date ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Lucas was like, That's not bad writing. That's just how awkward teens are. Yeah. I'm like, all right, buddy. Is um, it though? <laughs> I'm just picturing like teens, all those like scenes. I was talking to Lacey teens. about this before. I'm like, Just for a second. You know this happened. Picture George Lucas sitting at his desk with a pad and pencil writing this stuff and being like, that's it. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, my next pick, we're at the fifth pick in the top 12 unintentionally funny moments in Star Wars. This might be a little controversial for some people, but if you think about it, when, like, like act as though you're not used to this happening, seeing it for the first time, it's funny and it shouldn't be. And it's Luke's screaming of no when Vader tells him he's his father. It's really long, no! and he and he does it twice because he runs out of breath. So he goes, no, <laughs> no, and his teeth are like, you know, like his his front teeth are just sticking out. He's underbiting. It's it's pretty funny for a very serious scene <laughs> in Star Wars. Poor Mark Hamill. He's like, I am so serious right now. Like his mouth motions. It was probably done in post. You know, the audio. It did seem like they added the audio after the fact. It does seem like that. And just the whole thing. Like even adding the, that's impossible. Like (laughs) it's pretty funny. There's the, um, it, it feels part of that way too because it's so windy in that and they're trying to keep the dialogue audible but they also are trying to show you that it's really windy so if if you're trying to convince me that it's really windy then 
the best way to do that is to make it so I can't hear the audio. But they're like, but we can't, right. or the dialogue, but we can't do that. So we're going to have to put the dialogue in a way that they can hear it. And so it doesn't, it doesn't totally feel So right. he probably did Natural. that in ADR and they punched it in later. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But just the fact that I he think had they to did because the Vader guy didn't know he was the father, the right? Guy. What's his name? Uh, I'm blanking right now. Prouse. Yeah. He didn't know, right? Because they did the whole scene and he didn't yeah. know it. Prouse said, Obi-Wan killed your father. Mm-hmm. Which, right. No, which Luke's reaction should still be the same, though. So I think he still ah, did the scene. Got it, yeah. got it, got it, got it. But um, just picturing Mark Hamill, and I wish you know, it'd be awesome to talk to him about this or hear him talk about Mark, it. Mark, please. Picturing, <laughs> picturing him in a studio, in a, uh, an audio recording booth, having to match up his voice to his own face, doing that right. no face. Right. Uh, and just, I, I just, it's for, for such a serious, like iconic scene in Star Wars, it's very Looney Tunes. And I think it's very funny. And I, I don't necessarily always laugh at it, but it's, it is at a place a little bit and funny to me. <laughs> Side Maybe note, not to everybody, that would be a really cool what if, if, a, if they did a what if Star Wars. And yeah. he gets up there and he says, Obi Wan killed your father. Yeah. And right. then they kind of split the story from there or something. Be yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, James, you are up. All right. For our, we're halfway there with this pick. All right. So mine, and I don't know that everybody agrees with this, but this is how I felt when I watched the movie. And I, in a weird way, kind of wish it wasn't there. Um, it's when uh, Babu Frick, or uh, as my phone likes to correct it to, Babu Eric, which I thought was funny. Uh, but Babu <laughs> Frick pops up in the Y-Wing in like Zori's lap or whatever. You think that's unintentionally funny? I think they did hmm. that on purpose to be funny. No, I think that's supposed to be a, like, a, yes, they're alive. This is so great. And he's like, boo, hello. <laughs> and I'm like. I totally took that as being funny. So I guess yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, really? That's not supposed to be a happy, like, they're alive? I think her is supposed to be happy. And then him popping up is like the comic relief. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I think it's funny in a in well, a. Well, let the audience. Well, let the audience. I mean, decide. okay. Here, yeah. Here's the thing: is if it's supposed to be like funny, like oh yeah, hey or whatever. I don't think it's that kind of funny. I think it's like bad and intentionally. Uh, like I'm laughing okay. at it because it's like that. It that doesn't. It doesn't feel Star Warsy. It feels dumb. Like a a, a kid Ooh. would laugh at this kind of thing. So I okay. Yeah. I understand what you're saying now. I didn't take so it that way, but I understand what you're saying. So maybe it's supposed to be funny. It's the wrong kind of funny. Like you're making a joke and you're like, "That's this is embarrassing," <laughs> like kind of thing. Like <laughs> I, I, I thought the I thought they should have told you that he survived or showed him a different way. Like Without he should have been back up. maybe on the ground when they came back and they did the Chewie giving a medal and Babu Frick is there. It would have been kind of cool to be like, oh, and he made it out too. Zori still could have been up in the air. Hmm. But him it being felt very like in the... in the Last Jedi where it hits the window. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah, kind of kind of similar to that. But like with the Porg, I felt a little bit more like it's supposed to be a Porg. Sure, um, sure. But I did not. I don't know. I I don't like the scene, and it always makes me cringe when I see it. I knew, and I, I laugh. You, you didn't like the scene, but what? Yeah. I remember you saying a while back you didn't like that scene. Yeah, I thought it was a little too. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. they didn't do it right. That's but so funny. It is on the list. We will let the audience decide. Um. Okay, number seven. 
Lacey, we are on the home, the second half now of the top 12 unintentionally funny moments in Star Wars. What do you got? So this one's coming from my childhood. This is something I remember laughing at from the moment I saw Return of the Jedi to I still laugh at it because I think it's such ingrained in my head as being a a thing that I thought was so funny when I was little. Um, And it's not funny at all. It's actually pretty terrible. Um, It's in Return of the Jedi when they're at Jabba's palace and R2-D2 and C-3PO get taken to like the droid torture room. And uh, there's that gonk droid that's upside down and he's kicking his feet and he's going, no, no, no. And they're like burning his feet. (laughs) But the thing's not touching his feet. It's like kind of funny. It's like doing steam, but it's not really touching because it's a puppet. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I just thought it was so funny. I don't know why. I think it's like the combination of the voice and it's just a droid. I think it's funny too. Mm-hmm. But then when you get older, you realize like, oh, they're like legit torturing this creature and that's so terrible. But when I was little. Well, I droid, was... yeah. But still, yeah, droid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you feel terrible. And then like the guy that gets pulled up from like the junk pile and you're like that whole scene to me was just so comical. And I, yeah. and all I could see now is like these poor droids are in pain and they're being killed and destroyed and tortured and I'm a terrible person. <laughs> That's not I, I think what saves us as people who find it funny is because of his voice like no 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 no, 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 no. no. where if it was more of a like the shoe in Roger Rabbit Oh God, no! Yes, no. That is that is terrible. Oh my! That made me cry when I was little. Right, right. Like if they were disintegrating this gonk droid slowly, he'd be like, "Oh God!" But he's like burning his feet. He looked very much like a McDonald's trash can to me. He did. He still does. But like when I was little, I remember him looking like a trash can. So I just was like, "Oh, the trash can's getting." You know, burn yeah, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's has made huge strides to change their trash cans. So <laughs> they also make their restaurants look like dentist offices now, compared to like when I was a kid. They don't have the play places. Like the outside looks like it's an office building now. Hmm. The one by me looks like super retro. Oh, it looks like a fifties one. Yeah, that is a cool one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, they even still have like outside tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. This isn't a fast food castle run. This is the unintentionally funny <laughs> no, moments in no, Star Wars. No. Um, my next pick is pretty specific um, because you have to remember what it sounds like. But Yoda's sounds when he's fighting Dooku in Attack of the Clones. I couldn't place this when mm-hmm. you when I read this. So it. You so you know have how, to like, do it. So yeah, I was trying. I was gonna try to find the clip and play through my mic, but. Um, so you know how Frank Oz does the voice of like other characters in Muppets and whatever. He does Grover. He yep. does Miss Piggy. He does Fozzie. He sounds like all of those characters and not Yoda. So it's like... And as he's flipping around and doing it, we're seeing the crazy lightsabers, him doing 520s, and 360s but if you listen to his sounds that he's making and picture frank oz in a booth doing that going (laughs) it's not supposed to be funny because it's master jedi fighting his old padawan just like you're supposed to be seeing luke fighting vader and if you just listen to his sounds it's 
And I can't help but laugh. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. You, you are right, John. And actually, it's funny. You you saying this one and you putting this one into our show just reminded me of a different scene with Yoda. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to switch my next answer. I'll tell you what it was. Oh, but I'm going to switch well it to done. something Yoda related because okay. you said that. Interesting. I want to go back and rewatch. Go back and rewatch that scene and listen Ah. to, like, turn Ah. up your volume and listen to Yoda's sounds (laughs) and picture Frank Oz in a booth doing those, mashing those up. (laughs) It doesn't sound like Yoda. It sounds like Grover, like Super Grover. Mm -hmm. Miss Piggy. Yeah. Or Miss Piggy or like Fozzie. Like, it sounds like it's a Super Grover is a good one. It does kind of sound like Super Grover. Um, But either way, I still love you, Frank Oz. All right. All right. James. Um, okay, so what I was going to say, the one that was similar to the one I did earlier, was picking on Anakin and the dialogue and the delivery and all that stuff. I was going to say the the whole scene with the, so you're saying love is blind, and of course, because I'm only oh. so in love with you, and it's just like, oh. again, it's that pressure and the awkwardness that... I just feel yeah, like you can't help sense. but laugh at what is being said because you're like, who wrote this? Like, why are they talking like this? Nobody talks like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to say that's more uh, awkward than, like, funny, I'm going to I'm gonna switch it because John made me think of a new one, and that is Yoda in Attack of the Clones saying, around the survivors, a perimeter create. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <clears throat> what a horrible line <laughs> it is a horrible like, line they they should have figured something else out for that because you can't hear it without laughing and being like i know it's yoda but who says that right yeah it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel yoda even uh you're saying it backwards but it just seems like such a stupid way to say a statement that it would almost <laughs> be the one time we give him a pass to just be like look just let yoda say Put a perimeter around Create the survivors. It's yeah. just that's it. Like it doesn't have to be like this. Quit right. forcing things. And it's such a dumb statement that I think uh, it just makes people laugh every time they hear it because it just is so. It just pushes the limit yeah, too not, far. Not every line Yoda says is that full backwards thing, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, I think they. It was almost like when someone's too close to something, they forget how to do it organically or whatever. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that I mean, that is notoriously just a heinous line, yeah. and it is funny because it's not supposed to be. Yep, it's a very big moment in the movie. Yeah, good pick, uh, nice audible. Um, so uh, we are at three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have three, three picks left. Three left. Lacey, your last pick. What do you got? So my last pick is something that is from the sequel trilogy, and I don't think Ooh. I've ever laughed harder at a more not funny moment and i remember specifically in the movie theater laughing and hearing myself laughing really hard and no one around me was laughing like that's (laughs) what i remember from this moment um and it was from the last jedi and it's when kylo says blow that piece of junk out of the sky nice he's talking about the millennium falcon because I don't know. I just found it super funny. I was like, he's freaking out. He sees the Millennium Falcon. He just loses it. And the fact that it's Chewbacca and Ray just like taking people out. It mm-hmm. just, it really made me laugh about he, how he, vicious he gets. He yeah. cracks throughout the movie all the time, but that's a moment of, of yeah. him cracking and, and he just being lashing Unhinged. out at the ship. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, like yeah. clearly his problem with Han Solo, but the fact that he's yelling at this ship and you're just like, yeah, he's never going to do that because the Millennium Falcon's awesome and they're never going to blow it up. So you're just being an idiot. Yeah, I don't think Ryan Johnson wrote that line to be funny, but it no, definitely comes across that way. No, it's just so fun. And it's so quick, too. It happens so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's And a, even that's the lines pick. that come after it where Finn's like, oh, they hate that ship. I didn't find that funny, but I found Kylo saying this funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there are a couple of Kylo Ren lines that, uh, like, Lacey, you and I talked before, mm-hmm. like when Luke's like, I'm sorry, Ben. And he's like, I'm sure you are. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, so- I laughed. I, I laughed at that and I'm not supposed to. Right. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that, 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 that little like, like snotty teenager. I'm sure you are. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you can't use the car this weekend, but I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sure you are, Dad. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. who you are, but what am I? Yeah. Yeah. That, that would, uh, no, good. He had good said take. that. All right. For mine, I'm going to try to do a little audio for my last pick. This is, is the, in my opinion, the most unintentionally funny moment in Star Wars. <laughs> Hopefully, an ad doesn't play over it. You underestimate my power. <laughs> See, the funny thing is, I read this, and my initial response is, you will try, is like my the one that I find so ridiculous. I think it's, I'll play it one more time, because I think it's how he says power is so derpy, and it's like, George, that's the, that's the take? You were like, that's the one? This is supposed to be one of the biggest lines in the whole thing. It's the culmination of all of this. And this is where you said, put it in the can. That is so bad. That is so bad. Maybe that's part of the reason why I hate that duel. Because it ends with that. Maybe. maybe. My power. (laughs) Sounds like a South Park character. (laughs) Freaking horrible. (laughs) My power. (laughs) You underestimate me. I'm telling you what I think of when you brought that up. The first thing I think of is you will try. I mean, there's a few. There's a, and I'm not trying to pick on Hayden. People are going to get mad that we're picking on Hayden Christensen. It's not. It's so much. No, it's the it's writing. The line. It, it's George's choosing of which takes to use. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, Hayden's awesome. Because you will try to me so. sounds like, you know, I'm sure you I'm sure you are like, that's what you yeah. will try. I mean, we like just him. said this yeah. about Adam Driver, like in a bunch of yeah. his lines that were right. delivered in such right. a way that were unintentionally funny. And Star Wars always because, you know, a little a little hokey with their dialogue. They even made fun of it themselves, like Harrison Ford saying, like, I can't just do this. No one could. Who writes this? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, and Hayden Christensen, you know, there's a lot of movies I've seen of his that I love a oh, lot. He's Life is a house, Shattered Glass. Little I'm Italy. He's coming back. So mm-hmm. don't think this is some kind of roast of Hayden Christensen. It just happens to be that's my top pick. So uh, I apologize to Revenge of the Sith stands. I know you're all out there. Don't come at me, please. We're just here for a good time. James, <laughs> the final pick in the Kessel run of the most 12 most unintentionally funny moments in Star Wars. So I took the term in Star Wars to be a little bit broad because this actually it, it is in the movie, but it's it's not like when you watch the movie, you're not in, engaged with it or, or it shows up. Yeah. Um, but I think that in Star Wars, when I think about things that were created and they were totally meant to be this other thing and just because life goes on and society does things and people get named certain things or whatever, it was just like, oh, that was a mistake. We could have never seen that coming. That, but uh, that's a big one. Kind of like if, if you name your 
kid something and then there's like years later there's like a serial murder by the same name it's like who would have known you know yeah um seinfeld did that bit yeah the 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 genre of music that is played in a new hope is jizz (laughs) in star wars that is the name of the genre and the character (laughs) <laughs> the the band is known as Jizz Whalers. Wait, which band? Um, I can't remember. It's an it's another character, Legends character. I can't think of it. But uh, there's the modal nodes and all them. But they play Jizz. And then there's another <laughs> character who it's it's so and so and the Jizz Whalers. And now I know why James doesn't put his stuff in the deck. <laughs> now I know. I'm surprised out of the three of us, James came up with. Well, this. it's because it has to be there. It's like this is this is the thing that I think is one is of the canon? more. Yes, yeah, I, I made sure that it was in fact referenced in canon before, not just a legends thing. There is a gif going around of someone interviewing Alden Ehrenreich and asking him if he's ever heard of jizz music, and he laughs. Yes, he does. Yeah. I tried yeah. to listen to that interview today, and I couldn't. I couldn't get it to play. But um, I don't even know what to say to this. Yes, sure. Unintentionally funny. Uh, that is unintentionally funny Ivar, for obvious reasons. Ivar Orbis and his galactic jizz whalers is the band. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I that that is legend that jizz the jizz whalers, but jizz being the name of the genre is in fact canon. And right. it's just something I think when it was created whoever you know came up with it was like oh it's star warsy so it's not jazz that's obviously not right. jazz we'll just kind of right. space it up and make it a little interesting we'll call he it he could have said jaws he could have said jazz could have said, he any, said jazz. anything else nope and it was it's totally innocent unintentional Pat, i would like to buy an eye for a completely unrelated reason it becomes yeah. another term well used James. in society yeah and, there's no uh, topping that that is the yeah. last Th- thanks thanks for releasing that upon us, James. We appreciate that. Um, and that is the Kessel Run. Let me run down the 12 picks of the 12, for a TRB anyway, the 12 most unintentionally funny moments in Star Wars. Anything by C.O. Bibble. Return of the Jedi, I have felt in my master. Strange that I have not. Uh, I don't like sand. Uh, the pear seduction scene from Attack of the Clones between Anakin and Padme. Luke's screaming of no reaction to Vader in The Empire Strikes Back. Babu Frick popping up in the cockpit in The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Return of the Jedi, the droid torture, the gonk droid. Uh, Yoda (laughs) sounds when fighting Dooku in Attack of the Clones. Again, Yoda Attack of the Clones around the survivors a perimeter create. Kylo screaming, blow that piece of junk out of the sky. Anakin, you underestimate my power. And jizz music. Okay. Uh, let us know what your picks are. Let us know what you think of our picks. Uh, quote tweet the episode with what your pick would be if it's not on here or if you like one of ours in particular. But uh, thanks for joining us on this Kessel Run. We will see the Kessel Run later on this year. Uh, we're not done yet. We have another segment and we're going to hand it off to Lacey Gillerin to run through it. All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> So this is the part of the show where we hear from you. John puts up crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers. 
So the scenario this week is if you could write a letter to one Star Wars character to warn them of their impending death before it happens, who would you write and what would you say to help them avoid their demise? <laughs> so this was, I threw up a gif of Doc Brown revealing his bulletproof vests because Marty nice. wrote him a letter. Wrote him a letter. Future. Yeah, so that's what this is inspired by. So first is Alex Zukas at Zubaka. Hey, Alex, who said, Dear OPC killer, there's always a bigger fish. Hmm. And we know Poor who that Alex fish is. Alex is the biggest jacked fish fan yeah. I have ever. He is. Yeah. It's like made it his thing. <laughs> <clears throat> I love it. We gotta, we gotta get some jacked fish swag. Yeah. Next is Adam Odal at Odal Adam, who wrote, Dear Captain Nita, if you ever make a mistake while serving Lord Vader, do not apologize. <laughs> not in person, not remotely, not in any way. Just don't do it. Send a lieutenant or something. Just avoid Vader until enough time has passed. You'll thank me later. I promise. <laughs> well done. Like that. Next is Mark at the kind of vacants, which is duh underscore kind underscore vacants. Mark said, Dear Dryden Voss, don't train Kira in the art of Tereskasi. You'll regret it. We, we can find another way to reference that 1997 PlayStation game. Oh my God, Mark, that's so good. Next is Kylo Tan at Fulcrumandor. What's up? They said, Dear Ben Solo, I can't figure out a way for you not to die, but please just don't die. Oh. Thanks, Ashley. Ashley this hurt me this one hurt as i'm wearing this t-shirt you know you realize you know how long ashley's been with us and love ashley she's yeah, the best yeah she was at our panel she put james on the spot uh <laughs> she's been listening to us for years and she's gone through all of this with us so uh I'm and she knows how hard this hurt yeah, me yeah thanks ashley. <laughs> next is kyle at kyle d larson hey kyle kyle who's, wrote who's, dear who's dr cornelius evazan just let the kid at the bar drink his blue milk. Trust me. <laughs> nice, Kyle. <laughs> nice I like it, man. And then there's Kyle B at Luke's Greensaber. What up, Kyle? Kyle said, okay. Beckett, my guy, that mouthy scooch Han is going to put a hole in your chest. You should have been paying attention because now the kid is going to teach you the most important lesson of all. Forget <laughs> the coaxium. Take another shot of brandy and just go learn to play the damn Valacord. Amen. Kyle, well done. <laughs> wow. And next is CJ Julian at CJ Nightwing. Love Nightwing. Great character. Mm. Dear Darth Maul, before you go to gloat, pick up Qui-Gon's lightsaber. Thank <laughs> 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 you later. That's so good. You, you know what I noticed about all these? Mm. Everybody's saving the bad guy. Dear Captain Nita, stay alive. Dear Ben Solo, stay alive. Dear Dryden Voss, stay alive. Dear... Evazon and Darth Beckett Maul. and Darth Maul. Be Beckett's not That's a bad true. guy, but he's the guy who's gonna he was gonna kill Han. So mm. yeah. And last but not least is Pedro at Pedro Gringas, who said, "Dear Jedi Master Uma Gundy, change your name ASAP." Do you get it, Racy? No. Look at spell. Say his name again. S sound out the name again. I don't get it. It's not Ima, it's Ima. And then I like watching her piece it together. I still don't get it. And then it. The, the, the next word is uh, it's an actual thing, G U N. Say it. So the name is Gun. I'm a gun die. Yeah. Die. They purposely. Oh! 
<laughs> they purposely named him that because he like dies immediately yeah That's he's so in two funny. episodes and yeah. you're introduced to him and then in the second episode he dies and it's like i think it was kind of clear that his knee was gonna die i think they well pronounce done, it differently Pedro. but his name is i'm a gun die yeah so like change his name to i'm a gun live <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right guys thank you for your answers uh make sure to follow us on twitter at rbatswnn to give your answers and you could be on the show back to john Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. Make sure you do subscribe to the show. Follow our YouTube channel or subscribe to it, youtube.com slash Star Wars News Videos. And, of course, on your favorite podcast app, whatever that may be, uh, free, you know, twice a week, new shows, uh, a lot of other content. And when we do, um, you know, Mando fan shows and all that stuff, that's always on uh, the channels and the feeds as well. Uh, and StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Like James said at the top, Patreon, very important. We really want to do a lot next year and be able to cover everything. And for us to spend more of our time doing this and uh, ramp up what we're doing, improve what we're doing, uh, we need your help and Patreon's the way. And I want to say a special thank you to our Patreon generals. They are Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Andrew Staley, sorry, Andrew, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jenna Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Couchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Has Islam, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Trollton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, and Val Trichkoff, and our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C, Chris, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, David Hornack, Micah Harrison, and Thomas Hennessy. Yes. Thank you all for all of your support and all of our patrons. It means a great deal. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, StarWarsNewsNet.com, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, audio platforms only. Lacey? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin, and I just did all the reviews for the Visions episodes, wow. which came out yesterday. Guys, loved it. Can't wait for you guys to tell me what you yeah. think. So head over to YouTube and or social media or at Star Wars NewsNet. I did written reviews as well, and let me know what you thought. Yeah, that's why we uh, didn't cover it on this episode. Lacey ran the whole gamut, written and video, so go check those out. And uh, we'll probably talk we, Monday. Yeah, as we digest it uh, a little more, I gotta watch it at least two more times, and we'll talk about it probably yeah Monday or or <laughs> make sure Thursday. to watch in English and Japanese subtitles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, James. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks is where you can find me. All right, are you gonna uh, bite through half of a? I, I got nothing no okay all right <laughs> well uh i want to thank everybody once again and we hope you have a wonderful weekend as we're approaching october uh we are we're in fall now it's officially fall it is that? starting yesterday yeah. star wars season has begun the mandalorian is currently filming according to reports uh it's a good time to be a star wars fan and it's a good time to be uh, with you all so enjoy your weekends and we'll see you monday morning right here on the resistance broadcast see you around kids <laughs> <laughs>